Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Our Father in heaven, we thank you once again. We have come to listen to your word again. We pray that your Holy Spirit will speak unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Now today we want to talk about a very, very important topic, covetousness. And I want you to turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 12, verse 15. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consists not of the abundance of the things which he possesses. Now these are the words of Jesus Christ himself. There are a few issues that are connected together that many times will make the mistake of lumping together. These three issues, the love of money, the problem of riches, and covetousness are often interrelated but different. One mistake we make is that many times we do not decouple these issues in the scriptures, leading us to take extreme positions on these topics. Time will fail me here to do justice to each of these matters, but I will ask you to remember the following names. One, Lot's wife, Balaam, Achan, Gehazi, Judas, the rich young ruler, the rich farmer, Demas, and many others. If you think about Lot's wife, the problem was the problem of riches. Balaam, it was covetousness and the love of money. For Achan, it was covetousness and the love of possessions. For Gehazi, it was covetousness. For Judas, covetousness and the love of money. For the rich young ruler, in Mark chapter 10 verse 17 to 31, it was the problem of riches. For the rich farmer, in Luke 12, 16 to 21, it was the problem of riches. For Demas, it was the love of money, the love of this world. In another further attempt to differentiate these terms, I would have you look into the writings of Paul to Timothy in chapter 6 of Paul's letter. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9 to 10, the Bible says, But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and awful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, this is the love of money and or the desire to be rich. But if you go to verse 17 to 19, Apostle Paul attempted to deal with another issue here, the problem of riches. And in verse 17 of chapter 6 of 1 Timothy, to verse 19, it says, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth richly to all, all things to enjoy, that they do good, and they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation. While I will not attempt to deal with all these issues in this single episode, I want to make the following assertions, and if the Lord permits us, we can look into them in later episodes. 
The first is that the possession of money or riches is not bad. However, it can be potentially dangerous to the soul of a heavenward believer because of the inherent nature of money. Hence, the rich, wealthy believer needs to be constantly charged. Number two, the love of money or riches, and this could be possessions, is unquestionably detrimental to the soul of anyone. More importantly, if such is serious about walking on the narrow way that leads to life eternal. Now, it is very important to note that there is a working principle common to riches, wealth, possession. And this working principle is the principle of covetousness. Now, in this episode, I will discuss briefly the issue of covetousness. And now it is all the way a sad story for any believer walking on the narrow way. I will also attempt to provide some Bible-giving solutions, albeit not comprehensive, to this fatal problem in the paths of believers on their way to Beulah land. Now, what is covetousness? This covetousness works in two ways. One, anchoring after what you do not possess, which you see that other people possess and you want to have them. And because of that, you begin to pursue them. The second is that unholy desire to possess more and more and more of the things that you already possess. And that is why Jesus Christ says, a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possess. So the second one I'm talking about here actually refers to the desire to possess more. Now it is important again to state that the problem is not riches. The problem is not wealth. And the problem is the man. The man that went through the gate, washed and made clean and begins to walk on the narrow way. Now comes the devil and his agents blinging the things of this world on our path, seeking to lure our soul out of the narrow way to follow after these things. And how does he achieve this? He lures inside of us. He pries on our hearth to test our love. It is a competition of love. He wants you to share your newly gained love for God with other things. And I want to say, that the greatest commandment that God has given unto us, and it's the first commandment, is that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And Satan knows this. And because of that, seeing that many believers do not understand this, that it is a matter of love, Satan wants to take out of your love for God. And because of that, he seeks to make sure that you begin to have cravings for the things of this world. That is the beginning, but that's not the end. Jesus named covetousness as an evil that comes from inside, meaning the heart. In Mark chapter 7, verse 22 to 23, it says, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. So the devil knowing what is inside of you, comes to leverage this. But I want to tell you that he tried not once, not twice, with our Lord Jesus Christ. The same approach. But he wasn't successful. Why wasn't he successful? Why? Why not? Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 30, For the prince of this world cometh, and he hath nothing in me. He came to lure me with the loss of the flesh, saying, Command these stones be made bread. He came to lure me with the lust of the eyes, 
saying, Cast down thyself, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. He came to lure me with the pride of life, saying, All these things will I give thee, referring to the kingdoms of this world and the glory of them, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And Jesus never fell for any one of these. Why? Jesus says, The prince of this world cometh, and he hath nothing in me. He had nothing, no love for the things of this world, no desire for them, no desire for the things that perish it. The Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man, any man, whoever the person is, a member, a clergyman, love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world are the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now we might have started this whole conversation to look at the topic of covetousness, but I perceive that God would have us deal with this matter of the heart here. If the devil comes to you today and lures you with the things of the world, will you find anything in you? Have you now come to realize that the problem is not actually the money or the wealth or the things that are the problem itself? is the problem of the earth. Yes, you are born again. You've gone through the gates. But there is still something in you that you have not surrendered. There is Mr. Flesh that still desires the things of this world. And that Mr. Flesh needs to be crucified. I have a question for you. What is inside of you? Since you gave your life to Jesus Christ, how is your heart? What is competing for the love of God in your heart? Now it is time to introspect. It's time to really look inward and search your own hearts and see the state of your heart and look within to see. Is your heart really right? That songwriter says, Nothing between. Lord, nothing between. What is standing between you and your God? What is standing between you and your Creator? What is standing between you and your Father? Now it is time to introspect. Seek the face of God today and ask for His help on this matter, on this matter of the heart. We can talk about covetousness. We can talk about the problems and the principles of covetousness. But it seems to me that we need to start with the heart. It seems to me that the, where we need to look first is the heart. That the heart is crucified as you start your journey walking on the narrow way. We're going to talk more about this. I want you to search yourself. Is anything taking the place of God, the love for God in your heart? Introspect, think on these things. And God will help you and reveal unto you in Jesus' name. Amen.